Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Time now for Chatting with the Chief with a coach of your St. Louis Blues, Craig Berube. Brought to you by Fisher Window and Door. Your Marvin dealer with showrooms in Brentwood and East Alton, Illinois. Nasty on a Friday. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN. No Jamie Rivers today. Brad Thompson back in for another day. BT's, uh, he's got the suit on. Suited and booted. You look good, man. Got yeah. the tie. I'm trying. You know what I'm trying to look like? I'm trying to look like a uh, NHL head coach. Really? Yeah, I just want to look good behind the bench. You want to look like Chief. That's exactly what I want to look like. Why don't we talk to Chief about it then right now? It's a great choice. Transition. The Brownie Crouppen Celebrity Line is where we find the head coach of your St. Louis Blues, Craig Berube on the uh, Home of the Blues 101 ESPN. It's chatting with Chief, our, our weekly chat with the uh, the head coach. Chief, how you doing today? Good, guys. How are you? We're doing great. We're doing great. we got uh, Blues hockey starting up again tomorrow. we got Super Bowl Sunday. Love to hear your pick at, at uh, some point. But, Chief, we got to ask you about Vladimir Tarasenko and uh, Nico Mikula heading to the Rangers. From a head coach, from your standpoint, what – What's your what's your role in this? I'm 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 assuming that you kind of have to gather everybody up and kind of talk to the players that you need to, because uh, guys are stepping into to different roles. Yeah, and I think you know it's uh, obviously uh, having a guy like Tarasenko move on. It's a big deal. You know, it, he's been here a long time. He's been a staple for this organization. Won a cup here. So I mean, it was a tough day yesterday. I think it's a little you know at the time we're going on you know going to practice and you know he gets traded so. But you know, it's you know our guys—they're pros. They they understand that's part of the game, and uh, you, know, you just got to get guys ready to go for the next game. That's the bottom line. Like we had the practice, got a couple practices in. You know, I think guys are in a good spot, even though we did move you know on from a couple players. But um, that's the business. Do you have Do you ever ever have an opportunity to talk to Vladimir Tarasenko or Nico Mikola following the the trade? I like you said. I mean, a couple of players that won cups for you. Yeah, no, I've had I uh, talked to him both at length after you know the deal was done, and uh, you know you just you know, thank him for everything they did and the hard work and you know helping us win and uh, you know being being good teammates and and, and good players for us. So, I mean, it's uh, like I said, it is tough and it's tough on everybody, but again, it's just part of the business. And but uh, I was glad I got to have conversations with them both and wish them good luck. Chief, the, the break should be a very good reset for the team, but I, I wonder how difficult do you think it is? And look, you played, so you know how difficult it is when you, you have a deal like that that, hap- uh, that happens. You know that there might be some more deals in the future. How do you keep your players focused, and how much does that weigh on you as a player when the trade deadline is approaching? Well, I... You know, I can't speak personally for every player, but I know that it's probably in the back of their minds. They hear rumors, and 
some of our free agents probably think maybe, well, they could be on the move, and that's true. They could be on the move. I don't know. Nobody knows, right? So you just got to go and play good hockey and, and try to win hockey. It's like, again, that's their job, and they know that. I think, you know, our guys, like, this has been going on for a little bit of the, some time now where these rumors are out there and things like that, but yeah, I don't feel like it's really affected their game all that much, to be honest with you. They're going to go out and give an effort, and they want to, you know, they want to show that they're good players, and you know that we can still win hockey games. I mean, we got uh, we got to prove something to prove here going forward, starting tomorrow. That you know we can put ourselves back in the playoff hunt here, and that's the goal right now. Well, as you as you mentioned, Chief, twenty three and twenty five, three uh, overtime losses, forty nine points. I, I know that thus far the, these weren't the expectations heading into the year. What's the number one factor to get this thing pointed in the right direction? As you just mentioned, accomplishing the goal of making the postseason. Well, I think doing playing as a team more than anything. I think you know you, you can't get anything accomplished in this game if you don't work and play as a team and you don't compete and put the work in um, as a team. And that's the goal right now is to do it together and make sure everybody's on board with the work ethic and the competitiveness. And, uh, you know, you know, you just got to <laughs> – it's going to be tight down the stretch here. All the games are going to be hard. They're going to be tight. Um, you know, it's going to be good hockey. And you gotta, you're going to have to win a lot of close games, in my opinion, coming down here, coming down the stretch. Chief, what was the message to the guys as they took off for their break, for the All-Star break? Obviously, things are not going as planned this year, certainly not before the five-game slide. What was the message that you sent them off with? Well, I'll get a reset for sure. I didn't get in the way. Um, you know, we and when, we, when we're coming back, I, I said, you know, we're going to be healthy. We're going to have – um, guys back in the lineup that have been out for a while, the good players too. So I said, you know, go get a reset, get away from the game for a little bit and come back and, and come back energized. And I, I think I've seen that in practice the last two days. It's been great energy, uh, real good work ethic. Um, guys seem rejuvenated, so that's a good sign. Coach, with with these two players now moving on, potentially more, as you know, we, nobody knows. We're just going to have to wait for that March 3rd deadline to near. Uh, but as of right now, who on your team has opportunities to show you that they, they could have a, an increase in, in ice time? I'm specifically asking about some of these young guys. Yeah, I don't think they're – like I think our young, our young guys have been playing quite a bit and, and getting a good opportunity, and they're going to continue to get that opportunity. I don't feel like they need more ice time here or there. Like, I mean, I think it depends on their play. But, you know, our, we've been – you know, obviously using quite a few young guys this year and, you know, in and out of the lineup and guys that are getting called up and things like that. So we'll continue to do that, but, you know, they got to play well too, right? you got to play well to get the ice time, and hopefully they do that. And that'll be a good sign. Hey, isn't that like a coach's dream? I know this is something playing for Tony Larusa. He always talked about Ollie Marmol talks about it too. Like competitive camps, like you want to have tough decisions. Now you're a lot further on than a camp, but don't you want guys that are just hungry for that ice time with something to prove? One hundred percent. That's the whole thing. It's being hot. You want highly competitive people on your in your system on your team. That's what's going to make you a good team. Is having highly competitive people. We all know that. You know, um, that's that's the biggest thing is having highly competitive people that that want more, that want to work to get more, and want to put the work in. They want to play 
well enough that they get more. And, you know, when you have a lot of those guys on your team, in your organization, uh, you're probably going to have good success. So, obviously, uh, you, you know Sammy Blay quite well. I won a cup with you. He comes back in return in this deal. How does Blay fit into things? Yeah, Sammy was a good player for us for, you know, at, at the time he was here. He he's uh, He plays a pretty heavy game. Um, he's got pretty good ability with his hands, um, with his shot and things like that. So, you know, I got him on a line with Achari and Barbashev. Uh, it's going to be a physical, hard line to play against. It'll be a good four-check line, sort of an identity line for us. But Blazer has the ability to move up and down the lineup. You know, when he was here, I used him with O'Reilly at times, different line mates, um, because he does have a pretty good skill set and he plays a good hard four-checking game. And I'd like to see Blazer, you know, get his pace up here right away and um, get around that net and score some goals for us. I mean, that's that he has that type of ability. And I know it never worked out in New York for him, but uh, he's got back here where he he had good success here and he feels comfortable here. So we're happy to have him back and get him going. Coach, before I ask you about your take on, on Sunday, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about some of these injured players. How close is Ryan O'Reilly? You're going to probably see him tomorrow night. Beautiful. So I think these guys are uh, ready to go. All right, excellent. We're looking to, uh, we're looking forward to to watching you guys against the Coyotes. But again, you lived in Philly for a while. You coached the Flyers, but I know Kansas City and their their players supported you guys in 2019 when you guys won the cup. Who do you like on Sunday? Tough call. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you know. I, I look at the teams, and I I think you know from an over, overall team aspect, uh, you know the Eagles probably are a little deeper maybe and, and, you know, have better lines on both sides of the ball. And really that's their game. They control the game that way, in my opinion, defensively and offensively. But the other team's got the best quarterback in the NFL and the best tight end and a great coach that's been highly successful, uh, done a lot of winning. So, you know, that's a tough game. I think it's a tough call. I really do. It's hard to pick some pick one. You know, I don't really know who I'm cheering for, to be honest with you, because, I, like I said, you know, they, uh, I got ties with Andy Reid, but I am uh, live in Philly, so it's kind of it's a tough call. Yeah, well, I won't get you any more trouble then. Yeah, Chief. way safer just yeah. stay right where you're at. <laughs> I know you don't want to deal with the Philly fans if you, if you go that way, and Andy Reid, you don't need him calling you. So, uh, Coach, we appreciate every single chat that we have with you. We'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate Appreciate it. it. Thank you, Coach. That's uh, Coach Craig Ruby here in the Fastlane on 101 ESPN.